Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. One of the simplest, yet arguably the most complicated gadgets ever created is something known as the Rubik's Cube. Invented in 1974 by a Hungarian sculptor and professor by the name of Erno Rubik. And you thought the only thing coming out of Hungary that was good was goulash. But anyway, according to Wikipedia, the Rubik's Cube was originally dubbed the Magic Cube. And since its introduction in 1974, at least as of the date that we found, 2009, it is estimated that more than 350 million of these complicated cubes have been sold worldwide, making it the world's top-selling puzzle game. Now, I'm going to have to admit something. As a teenager, I was one of those 350 million people intrigued by the Rubik's Cube when granted one by my brother as a Christmas gift. Uh, opening up this odd-looking cube and unsuccessfully fiddling around with it for probably more than an hour, my Rubik's Cube quickly went from my nimble fingers straight into the trash can. I guess I'm not just wired to sit around and try to figure out complicated puzzles. Yet, if it's not the complicated gadgets and gizmos such as the Rubik's Cube that are going to stress us out, just imagine your investments. So why do most savers get so stressed trying to figure out investments and trying to understand all the jargon behind these stress-filled things? Well, let's face it. If you've got money in a 401k and you're trying to figure out where to invest the money and how everybody gets paid, you probably feel like you're in a Rubik's Cube nightmare. Well, I'm going to make this really, really simple today. In fact, I'm going to take the mystery out of investments by using a grocery store analogy. In fact, we're going to call this show Investments Made Easy and kind of subtitle it The Grocery Store Chore. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial grocery store expert and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get started, let me introduce, no, don't, wait a minute before you get all excited about Aaron Orander, America's favorite financial sidekick. Let me introduce to you my favorite son-in-law, Fellow fiduciary, Mr. Trey Jurgens. Good morning, Trey. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for having me again. You're welcome. Lacey let you out of the house early to come over to the studio. I skipped out on making breakfast, so I'm, <laughs> I'm here early. You probably didn't tell her. You just all of a sudden yeah. just slipped out the back door. Yeah, ran out the garage. How's she doing with the uh, kids not in preschool with the uh, recent governor's orders? Is she hanging in there okay? She's hanging in there. She's a little stir-crazy like everybody, but getting by. Yeah, well, good. And this, too, shall pass, reminder. Um, and I, I appreciate you being on. Yeah, Aaron apparently is sick yeah, uh, today. Today is Wednesday, November 25th, uh, Thanksgiving week. Yeah, he called in sick. So, uh, And it's kind of weird because we've got to do a Zoom call with his wife, Jessica. You and I have worked on this show. 
because since we're going to try to relate investments to the grocery store business, Jessica, his wife, is a personal shopper. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, I saw her one time. She was swinging by, dropping the uh, kids off here one day so Aaron could watch them for a second. She was delivering groceries to a couple families, so it's a pretty cool service. That, that is cool. I'm, I'm anxious to talk to her, and I hope Aaron's feeling okay. But anyway, thanks for joining us, and uh, I'm glad you're with us because really this is a good topic to kind of bring you in on. Uh, you've been with us now, Tony Walker Financial. Is it going on four years? About four years. I was part-time for a little bit there, uh, kind of working on marketing, but full-time as an advisor, about three and a half years. Okay. And you're you're a fiduciary, obviously, and now you're our chief compliance officer. I can't believe you accepted that gig. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good one. Yeah, Derek is uh, Hudson is helping us produce the show in Aaron's absence. Uh, Derek, I know you don't know what a compliance officer is, but I was shocked when he accepted that. I slipped him a $20 bill, and he got all excited, and I, I thought he, he was easily bought. It's a hard job, so we appreciate you doing don't, that. Don't talk about bribery with the CCO. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we've got yourself as a fiduciary, uh, fellow Heather Hughes in the Bollinger office, uh, fellow uh, my favorite nephew, Wes, who does Louisville and Lexington now. So we've got four full-time fiduciaries. I'm really proud of that, and you know, it used to be me uh, trying to do my thing, and then Heather kind of came along, but I feel really, really excited, and knowing, quite frankly, for our more than 2,000 clients, they'll be taken care of should something happen to me. So I uh, appreciate all your hard work, Trey, and looking forward to jumping in. So before we jump into this, I got to talk about the Rubik's Cube. Did you ever fiddle around with a Rubik's Cube? I got really good at taking the stickers off <laughs> and putting them back on and not really having to solve the puzzle, but I, I hated those things. Did you ever, were you able to solve it? Did Absolutely you? not. I was like you. I'd, I'd tinker with it for a second and then start taking the stickers off and, and getting it done and then showing my sister how proud I was of doing it. She didn't know I cheated, though. The average, I think there's like, they. I was looking under Wikipedia, the world record on average, though, is like 5.7 seconds. Can you imagine I've having the ability to do I've that? I've seen those videos. I, I don't know how their fingers move that fast, much less their brain. Yeah. Well, the problem with the investment world, it's a lot like a Rubik's Cube. There are, let me give people credit because they're where credit's due. There are some people out there, and I'm sure not one of them, I don't pretend to be, that just have a knack for investments. But they're rare. I really believe that. In fact, a recent article came out, uh, Trey, I think you and I talked about this. I found it the other day. I meant to put it on the TV show. We recorded the TV show earlier and forgot to do that. But how people who are, quote, supposedly money managers, timing the market and all that stuff, rarely beat the indexes. Did you see that article? Yeah, that the Dow bar yeah. study. I've, that yeah. was one of the most unique articles that I've Summ come Summarize across. that because I was trying to find it. I don't have it handy, but do you remember the gist of that article? The vast majority of actively managed accounts rarely, rarely outperform the S&P index. And you know, uh, the late, great John Bogle, who I surely admire, who started Vanguard, when he first started focusing on the S&P index and all that and came, really kind of came up with it, considered the father of the S&P index, but, uh, and how to create a mutual fund around that. Uh, by the way, if you want to read a good book, I know you've read it, but uh, John Bogle's The First 50 Years, I think it's called, but he talks about that. And a lot of people thought he was crazy, and he predicted, he said, you just watch over time, all of these, quote, money managers trying to time the market, they are not going to beat the S&P 500. He was right, wasn't he? And they'll sure charge you a fee for trying. <laughs> And so that's what we're talking about, folks. If you feel like, you know, maybe it's just awful complicated out there. Maybe you're one of those savers who really has probably too much money in the market as we record this show on November 25th, 2020. I mean, 
all of the uncertainty out there. We've got, it looks like uh, Mr. Biden's going to become president. Uh, it looks like uh, the pandemic is winding, winding down with vaccines and the Dow just exceeded 30,000. And Trey, I don't know about you, I just had, uh, let's see, three calls uh, this week, a couple last week. Now again, a lot of our clients are savers. They don't pretend to be investors and speculators, but they're nervous. Are you getting some of that? You're talking to more and yeah, more people. I've, I've had some people maybe looking to take some winnings off the table, not real sure what this market is doing, if it's reflective of what's really going on in the economy, but it's, it's really a, Interesting time. Yeah, I was going to say a crapshoot, but I, I, <laughs> it's just it's so the purpose of the show today, folks, is to try to make this analogy between how do the investment world, what, what are they really doing? Who is the investment world? Who are advisors such as us? What role do we play? And uh, we're, I tell you what we'll do. Well, let's get this. Um, yeah, I think I think what we'll do, we're going to get the Zoom call with Jessica. After Jessica's Zoom call, I'm going to come back in because I know what she's going to be talking about. She's going to explain to the, the, the listening audience what a personal shopper does at a grocery store. Then we're going to come back and, and try to tie that in between how investments are like a grocery store and how we at Tony Walker Financial would love to be considered your personal investment shopper. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Some interesting stuff coming your way on the Worry-Free Retirement. The stock market at my age? You gotta be kidding. I need to put my money someplace where it's safe. Investing all of your money in the stock market can be pretty scary stuff, which is why I created the Worry-Free Split IRA concept, a concept that allows you to invest in the stock market without the fear of running out of money. Learn more about the Split IRA concept and how to safeguard more of your money by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Well, with us via Zoom is uh, our own Jessica Orander, that's right, the beloved spouse of America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, who is off sick today. So we hope Aaron's doing well. And in the meantime, uh, good morning, Jessica. Thank you so much for agreeing to uh, help us uh, explain the, what a personal shopper does at a grocery store. Good morning, Tony. Okay, real quick, what is it you do exactly in terms of serving the clients? Well... I actually have an app that I work from, from the company that sends me the list, their grocery list, and I go to the store and I shop for the person and then I deliver it to their house. Wow, that sounds pretty simple. So now does the company you work for, I guess they contract with the grocery store. How do you get paid as the personal shopper? Correct. The company that I work for contracts with the grocery store and I get paid from the company. Um, not the grocery store. And I guess that's just built into the price of what they pay for the groceries, the consumer? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would be the advantages, Jessica, for the consumer of using a personal shopper such as yourself? Well, many of the people that I've delivered to, for one, can't get out. They're homebound, they're um, possibly older, or I delivered once to a mom who had broken her foot. Um, but also some like me who have three children who are just really busy and it saves them a lot of time. 
And besides time, though, it's got to save a little bit of money because I know, Jessica, when I go to a grocery store, inevitably, I always buy a lot more than I went in there for. Do you think that could be an advantage to the consumer to consider as well? Yes. And you don't have children throwing things into baskets. But I've actually used it as um, a consumer as well. And I can really see what I'm spending exactly and keep it in budget. That's awesome. Well, Jessica, we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, please give my regards to Aaron. I hope he gets to feeling better. Okay, Tony. Hey, babe. I'm off to my tea time. Now, remember, if Tony calls, tell him that I'm not feeling good, that I'm asleep, that I'll just, I'll be in, you know, another day. Okay. Okay. Love you. I love you. Uh, Okay. Thanks, uh, Jessica. Hey, do me a favor. Tell Aaron to hit him straight. Warning, a licensed insurance agent with no prior knowledge of annuities can legally toss your 401k into an annuity. Don't make that mistake. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com before ever purchasing an annuity. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Well, with us in the studio via Zoom is our own Heather Hughes, my fellow fiduciary in the Bowling Green office. Heather's job is to uh, basically help accommodate our clients' needs in terms of portfolio reviews, selection, trading. So first of all, Heather, thank you for taking time this morning to be with our audience. Happy to do so, Tony. Well, you know, the title of the show is Investments Made Easy. Uh, if you would maybe describe our saver client and how most of them would rather us handle their investments for them and then the process, process they would go through once they turn their money over to us in our Charles Schwab platform. Sure. Most of our clients we would consider uh, savers, as you've mentioned many times on the show. And a lot of times they just really don't want to know the nuts and bolts and the ins and outs of investing. Uh, so we're taking that burden off of them, and we've developed five model portfolios for clients. Uh, depending on their level of risk, I always like to explain it to clients on uh, from a scale of one to five, one being the less, you know, the least risky, five being the most aggressive. You know, where do they feel comfortably, and that helps us narrow down, you know, what portfolio might suit them best. And we pick all of the holdings inside the portfolios, so they just don't have to think about it. You know, one of the things you do, you do a marvelous job at this. And I think we've seen this, unfortunately, not all advisors, I'm sure, but sometimes people just start blindly trading things, especially in accounts, what we refer to as non-qualified accounts. Speak to the fact of how you have to be careful when you're doing trading in terms of the tax ramifications uh, within some of these portfolios and our job to try to assist our clients and make sure they don't pay too much in taxes. Sure. Well, non-qualified portfolios are portfolios that are invested with after-tax money. So it's people that have had savings, things of that nature. And 
those are taxed a lot differently than an IRA. So if you have a brokerage account, um, you've got a holding and you sell it for uh, a gain, which is great, uh, you are going to be taxed on that gain. Uh, but the implications of that tax can be a little more complicated than just a capital gains tax, because if you're retired, it can impact how your social security is being taxed. Um, if you're not quite retired, and let's say you're under any kind of government healthcare um, type of thing, that could also impact uh, your healthcare premiums. So we've got to be really careful and not just blindly sell and trade inside a, a non-qualified account for a client. So we really take all of that into consideration uh, when we are making trades. Well, Heather, we appreciate so much that you're doing for our clients. And I think we're now well over 1,400 clients with that Charles Schwab platform. So with, for you and uh, we've got Keith and Shannon working so hard. We thank you so much for serving our clients and get back to work and make it a good day. All right, you too, Tony, thanks. You're welcome. It is estimated that each day over 10,000 people will turn 65, which means a lot of advisors selling a lot of annuities. Don't get stuck in the wrong annuity. Get a second opinion from TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Uh, of course, we really appreciate Jessica's time there. So Trey, I think what I'm gathering from what she said, oh, I gotta tell you a story though real quick. This is so funny. Um, what is it, Mark Twain says, history may not always repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> think about grocery delivery, um, and we'll get into the convenience of what Jessica does, maybe saving time, et cetera. I'm gonna, and how to save money, I, uh, that's kind of funny. But back when I was growing up, of course, we had one car, grew up, grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. For those of you from Lexington, as I tell the story, uh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. We lived over, over in the Southland area, over near the bowling alley there, which uh, mom still lives in that same area. But anyway, across the railroad tracks, just across there was a small store, a little grocery store, small, I mean small. So with only one car, dad would usually go to work. We didn't have a car. And every once in a while, it's like, oh, we need bread, we need milks. Well, you would call up the little grocery store. They had an account for you because they knew you. I mean, Lexington back in, this is the 60s. It wasn't that big. <laughs> and they would literally, and I remember, bring it over in a box. I guess they had a little delivery box, and they'd bring it over and bring it to you. And I thought, that is really cool. But now that was out of you had to. But isn't it funny with all the changing times that that's kind of coming back, but really for the same reasons, convenience, mm -hmm. save you time. Maybe you can't get out. You know, with this coronavirus, I mean, that's probably, I know we've got some people that are clients, they don't want to go in a grocery store, right? I mean, why do you want to be around a bunch of people if yeah. you're maybe susceptible, you're older, had some health issues? So what, what was your take on the Jessica interview and tying that to investments? What did you see out of all that? There are just so many options. And I think if I'm dangerous, Lacey doesn't like when I go to the grocery store because I'm an impulse buyer. So if I oh, aim into that, you see those Doritos on the end, <laughs> end of an aisle, it's pretty easy for those to fall in the cart. You know me, quickly. the dip size chip Fritos. Oh, yeah. I'm a sucker for those. <laughs> go ahead. Though. But what there's, else? So, there's so many options. And if, if you don't go there, me going to the grocery store without a list is a dangerous task because I come back hundreds of dollars and hundreds of calories later and it's it's no good. I would love for somebody to do a study. They may have already done it. Maybe Derek, you could look into this, but 
uh, well, it's probably been out long enough, but go with this click list stuff and all this long enough, I bet you people would save money by just letting somebody do that. I don't even care if they charge you 20 bucks. So, I mean, I bet if I go in a grocery store, if I have eight to 10 items, I bet you I'll get double that amount of items, just throwing stuff in the grocery cart that looks good. Oh, the yeah. Fritos or whatever. Yep, whatever. Well, whatever then you gotta have that. the French onion dip to go with the Fritos. Yeah, so you gotta and have that. And then you so, might want something sweet after that. That's so right, a bag of m and Keeps going. Well, so here's what we're gonna do, folks. This is gonna sound uh, pretty crazy, but I think it's gonna make sense. So let me set the stage. So just to prove to you how complicated the investment world and how most savers, that's the other thing I was reading. Um, you know, I've got several books now on Amazon. I was reading some reviews this morning just for the heck of it. And I've read, and most of them were very positive and you're gonna get negative, I don't mind that. But if one gentleman wrote, you know, I'm a very sophisticated investor. This is what he said. And this book seems just way too simplified to me. I wouldn't recommend people buying it. And I thought, <laughs> actually, that's a very fair assessment. I don't have a problem with that. He's admitting. He's an investor, and it's just way too simple for him. Well, folks, most savers like to keep it simple. They don't like complicated. So I was trying to explain to one of my clients the other day, and she's been a client a long time. She said, Tony, I know you represent Charles Schwab. Who is Schwab? And I said, her husband was sitting there, and he didn't say anything. So I'm thinking, he doesn't know either, but he doesn't want to admit <laughs> it. He's like looking at it real funny, but I almost wanted to say, all right, Rick, you tell her, but he didn't know. <laughs> so I said, what's a really good question? So I went on to explain Charles Schwab is the custodian. They do. She said, that's not answering my question. Okay, stop a minute. She said, what do you do? She knows what I do. I, well, I, t I call her Janice or whatever. Janice, I go out and we, get, we pick your stocks for you, your mutual funds, your ETFs with Schwab. I know, but where does Schwab get them? Mm-hmm. And this went on and on. And I thought, these, she's just being honest. She does not understand this at all. They've handed their money over to me years ago. They're happy, but they have no clue really what's going on. You with yeah, me? Yeah, okay. where's Schwab fit in the mix? They don't, yeah, who's Schwab? I mean, <laughs> they've seen a guy on TV. Is that Charles Schwab? Is he personally managed? You know, just, it was almost comical. So I said, well, let me, and I pondered. I said, let me, let's just think of an analogy here. So I thought this was a pretty good analogy. I said, when you go to, I'll call it a grocery store. We won't name any of them out. When you go to a grocery store, what is a grocery store? And she said, well, that's where I go to get food. And I said, very good. Um, does the grocery store really manufacture anything? Now, some of them do. They'll manufacture some products. But in general, I said, it's all those things that are in that grocery store. There's probably thousands of items, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, least. Maybe hundreds of thousands of items. Do they manufacture and produce all those? And she said, well, of course not. I said, where do they get them? She said, well, I don't know. And I said, well, let's just take um, several ch cheeses from Vermont. Where do they get it from? And she says, well, I assume from Vermont. Well, do they personally run up there and go get it? <laughs> uh, no. Do they arrange with the maker of the cheese from Vermont, transportation and a buying decision and a cost, and they do all that? Yeah, I guess they do. And how many of those arrangements do they have? Well, she said, I guess they have thousands of items, thousands of arrangements. Could you do that on your own? She said, no, I couldn't do that. Are you going to drive to Vermont to get a block of cheese? Would that be efficient? No. Would that be costly? Yes. Well, so really, Charles Schwab is like the grocery store. They legally can go out and make all these arrangements, and they're so big, they can buy in volume. They can do things we can't do. They have all these arrangements. They bring it to the grocery store. And then here's, therein lies the problem, though. 
it's not like the grocery store you're familiar with, right? <laughs> you walk in the grocery store. Oh, I want uh, tell tell the audience real quick. We were talking to Wes about this. For make sure I finish my statement here. But uh, remember, we were talking about the perimeter diet. What's that all about? Oh yeah. So you we were talking about how complicated, just like investments, how complicated nutrition and dieting can be. Mm-hmm. And Wes, he was going on and on about his macro. My favorite, my favorite nephew, yeah. he's really into bodybuilding and nutrition, go ahead. He was talking about his macronutrients and how much <laughs> protein and carbs and all this he needs to consume. And the simplest diet I've ever heard of is the perimeter diet. So if you go in a grocery store, if you kind of- you hang, imagine, Usually hang a left, yep. right? If okay. you imagine your local grocery store, you hang a left, you've probably got your produce, and then if you keep going around the perimeter of the store, you see your dairy, your meat, and it's all the fresh food on the outside, which doesn't have all the additives, doesn't have all the added mm-hmm. sugar or anything like that. So if you eat foods from, the majority of your foods from the perimeter, you're gonna eat a pretty healthy diet. So it's that a makes sense. pretty simple way of, of talking about nutrition. So with that vein, so back to, so we were talking about, well, how do we explain the investment world like a grocery store? So what we've kind of done here, we've got a board inside our studio where we were playing around with this. So what we imagine, you're going to walk into what we call the Investo Mart. Do you like that? I think you came up with that, Trey, actually. That's so pretty, this is pretty quick one. Pretty good, yeah. This is called the grocery store chore. And what we're going to offer to do for you, we want to be, like Jessica, your personal shopper. We want to take the headache out of this for you. And just like we found out with Jessica, we believe in the long run, if you let us shop your investments through, in this case, Charles Schwab, they're the grocery store, actually, we're going to save you a lot of money, heartache, and it's going to be a whole lot more convenient, right? That's the oh, idea. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, you're, let's say you're not a do-it-yourselfer. You're not an investor or speculator. You don't understand this investment world. Why in the world would you want to walk in that financial grocery store knowing you're probably not going to stay on the perimeter. Where are you going to venture into? <laughs> the cookie aisle. The right cookie in the aisle. So let's talk about what's around the perimeter for a saver. Okay. So if we're all about, first and foremost, protecting your money, which is our job at Tony Walker Financial, that's the first job. Okay. We're okay risking some of your money, but we're not investors and speculators here. If you take a hard left in the Investomart, you're going to see things like CDs, certificates of deposit, very, very safe assets, very liquid assets. You're going to see cash. And yes, folks, uh, not to disclose who's got cash sitting around at their home or buried in their backyard in their safe, a lot of people are keeping cash on hand Mm -hmm. uh, because they just don't know. You know, something could happen. So cash is a very liquid, very safe asset. Savings at the bank, um, money market accounts. Uh, Maybe we roam around to the back end there, past the meat aisle. We get into the annuities, fixed annuities, not variable annuities. Variable annuities, because of risk and fees, would be more in those middle aisles, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then we roam around to the final end over in the end cap there as we come down on that last perimeter. You know, one of my favorite products would be fixed indexed annuities. You could also maybe put corporate bonds, government bonds, safer bonds there. You would have, if you had high yield bonds or junk bonds, you'd move those in the middle. So that's the perimeter. So you could enter the grocery store, in our example, load up on CDs, uh, cash, savings, checkings, money markets, government bonds, fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, and go right back out, check out, and go out the exit. You could do that, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, and probably fulfill any goals you want in retirement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, right now, I estimate, I mean, my total assets, I probably only have five 
to 10% of my assets in those middle aisles. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I'm worry-free. So doesn't mean that's what you should do, but I'm just saying, folks. Oh, another thing you can kind of keep on, not quite on the far end aisle, but one of my favorites, and I know you love it too, is cash value life insurance. That's a big one. That's a, I mean, it's a very safe asset. So let's imagine you're moving in those inside aisles. I'll just run through some of these rapidly. And this is where we can help you as a personal shopper decide what's best for you. But you've got growth mutual funds, you've got uh, individual stocks, are kind of near the end aisles. They're not too risky but compared to what we're gonna share with you, but they're risky, you can lose money. And as you start moving in the middle, you got REITs, which we're finding out those are very, very illiquid in many cases. You got IPOs, you've got cryptocurrency, um, just speculative investments in the middle. So folks, I think what we're saying here is the investment world has made this complicated on purpose. The goal of a financial advisor like us at Tony Walker Financial, we want to be that personal shopper. We want to be that person that knows the financial world, make sure you don't get in those center aisles too much, stay around the perimeter, enjoy your money, try to not put a lot of it at risk, and again, in the end, enjoy this money and use it before it's too late. That's the live well, die broke philosophy, and that's what we at Tony Walker Financial can offer you. So if you feel like you don't have a personal financial shopper for you, that you're going it alone, that you're in a complicated world with nobody helping, give us an opportunity to talk. It's absolutely free to visit by phone. In fact, we'd encourage you to take advantage of our new service, a free 10-minute fiduciary phone call. To take advantage of that, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Or give us a call, toll-free, 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, until next week, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. We're going to be talking about King Tut and the investment world and what those two characters have in common. But between now and then, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.